right, how we doing everybody? It is 12-3-19. I'm your host, Will Reddington, and welcome to another episode of Red Talk. Today, I take on two of the biggest Cats fans in the world in order to recap Kentucky's blowout win over Louisville. Pat Sheehan and Corey Lefevre are here. We're also going to discuss the college football playoff scenario going into conference championship weekend, break down all of this weekend's NFL action, and preview UofL and Michigan. Before we do, our show is brought to you by O'Shea's Irish Pub. No better place to spend your pregame before tomorrow's top five matchup at the Yum Center than O'Shea's Irish Pub. 123 Main Street downtown, one minute away from the arena. You can't beat it. All right, let's get it going. Pat, Corey, great to see you all. Did you all have a good weekend? Yeah, it was pretty good. Pretty good? Yeah. Did the job. Did the job. Love to hear that. Yeah, so big weekend of sports in the state of Kentucky. Let's go ahead and talk about it. Let's get right into it. Something big happened this weekend that everyone in this room and everyone outside of this room are deeply passionate about. The Louisville Cardinals are number one in the new AP college basketball poll. That's not what people want to talk about. That's not what we're doing. Okay. No, uh, we're not right, doing so, that today. Yeah. So UK beat Louisville in football, forty-five to thirteen. I didn't think that was going to happen. If you listen to last week's episode of Red Talk, I thought very much the opposite. What did you all think of the game? Did you see this coming? I think for anybody to say that they thought this was coming is just lying. I thought Kentucky would win, but I didn't think that they would win by five scores. I would just never would have thought that would happen. Yeah, I saw this coming to an extent. Once I saw the forecast and it said for heavy rain, I said, okay, favorite Kentucky. I like that. Um, I knew Louisville had problems scoring because they are mainly big plays where Kentucky actually allows some of the fewest big plays. So with the rain also, I knew they wouldn't be able to throw the ball like they want to, which would only favor Kentucky. I thought it would be like 28-17 or something. Did not see 45-13. 45-13, pretty drastic. You know, Pat, you came on the Thanksgiving show and we previewed this game. Mm-hmm. And when – it was your turn to say why you thought UK was going to win. The first thing you said was, well, it's going to rain. Or some mud horses. Yeah, yeah. I think you actually <laughs> called yourself some mud horses. Yeah, correct. So you said, it's going to rain. I'm thinking, that's what you're banking on? The rain? Rain. Very important. <laughs> Vital. Not to say that it wouldn't have mattered all that much because we did lose by 32. So it's hard to blame it on the weather mm-hmm. at all. But yeah, it didn't hurt that you guys run the football and get five yards every single time and we throw the football and get no yards because it was wet we had players not wearing gloves it, it just wasn't pretty Corey. you went to the game you experienced in there and we're we're watching it over right now it looks absolutely miserable why don't you tell me a little bit about your in-game experience uh it was about just that uh, i've started off wet cold so it wasn't really great from the start and then we come out get ready get all hyped intro comes out players are getting after it First possession, Louisville throws a uh, Hail Mary. I think dude's eyes were closed when he threw that ball, by the way. Uh, fourth and, you know, whatever. They catch it, put my head down, like, here we go. Luckily, you know, the rest is, you know, happened. But beginning was not very fun, and the entire day was cold and wet. It looked really cold and wet. Every Louisville fan that I know that went to the game left by the end of the third quarter, which shed. Hard to blame them. By the time the third quarter concluded, we had Evan Conley in there, and Mikael Cunningham was out, and we had absolutely no shot at getting to 31 points or stopping you all from getting above 31 points. So, understand leaving early. I'm sure it was fun. You had fun, though. Yeah, right? yeah, it was, it, was, it was worth it. It was worth it. Yeah, I mean, it, it's good. It's nice. It was, fu- to, it was fun to watch, too. 
I, I didn't have a good time at all. I don't I don't <laughs> see that comment being true. So it, it's over the regular season college football. There are other things that happen, but we'll stay on this game for a little bit longer. What's it been like for you all to watch UK's progression as a team from Terry Wilson to Sawyer Smith to Lynn Bowden? Because it's it's really interesting. Not many teams have gone through something like you all just went through and still put together a bowl-bound season where you finished it off with a dominant win over a rival. What was it like? With Terry in there, like we're hyped. Like We're ready. We're ready for whoever. We're thinking we're going to beat Florida. We're going to run the table. We may not lose till we see Georgia. Yeah. You know? uh, but he goes down. Sawyer comes in and plays about as good as he's ever going to play for us in that Florida game and made some mistakes, and we ended up losing, but not really all on him. And then he just comes out against Mississippi State and South Carolina and just kills us. So we have to put we have to do something. We put Lynn in. It kind of gets off to a slow start against Arkansas. We still end up winning. We play okay and against Georgia, but then we just let Missouri have it in the rain so we just, with Lynn Bowden. And then losing to Tennessee, that hurt pretty bad. But where they are now – I mean, they could do that on a, a lot of teams. Yeah. Like, I mean, their offensive line is just so good, and that's they picked it up halfway through the season. They were not like that at the beginning of the season. It was frustrating at times, but I'm glad we're here now. I mean, I'm glad they made it this far in seven wins. I couldn't ask for more out of this season. Really solid ending to the season for sure. Corey, your thoughts? Yeah, the uh, beginning, 2-0, and Terry's looking great, and then he gets hurt in the Eastern Michigan game and doesn't look great. Sawyer Smith comes in for the uh, Florida game. Play, plays good enough to where we had a chance. Missed a, a kind of a gimme field goal, borderline. Uh, so well, I don't completely put that on him. But then Mississippi State game, he got hurt. Try to play, only hurt us. Try to play against South Carolina, only hurt us more. And so overall season, I'm kind of happy. But I still wonder what if we put Lynn in first, you know, Mississippi State or South Carolina or something, you know. Something different than yeah, what we saw. Definitely. Those are winnable games. Yeah. How about the year South Carolina just had? South Carolina won four games, and two of their wins are against Georgia and Kentucky, which, I mean, I think mm. it's safe to say Georgia's a top-four team right now. And, yeah. and Kentucky, I think it's fair to put them in the top 30 around there with the, with the season they just had and how they're playing right now. Mm. Definitely not a team that I want to play in a bowl game. Yeah, the first drive we played with Lynn was the last series of – the South Carolina game, and that was the only points we scored. We scored went down, scored seven. Uh, I don't know if that really changes the game because we couldn't really stop them at all in the first half. But uh, you know, maybe it's maybe it's a different season. Maybe we have one or two more wins if he plays the entire time, and maybe the different or maybe the offense is clicking so much more that we can handle Tennessee a couple games. And uh, that South Carolina game was kind of a doomed game anyway. We've already beat them five years in a row. They were pretty much due for a win one of these seasons, and it just happened to be on this one. I don't see Kentucky losing to him again for another couple more years. I'm sure South Carolina would trade their season for your alls in a heartbeat, and you're not you don't have a successful college football season unless you make it to a bowl, which Louisville did. Yeah, they did. They did. You know, they won two games last year, and they won seven this year. I should be happy. I'm not really. Uh, th- that was really rough to experience. So let's talk about what went wrong for U of L. In this game, I'll start everything. So the rain did not help, but they ran into a team that was more physical, wanted it more, and that were just better than them in every single area. Would you all say that's accurate? Uh, yeah, I'd Agree. say that's accurate. Y'all's running back could play for us for sure. He's he's a good running back, so that's something that's going to help you all. 
Hawkins was a lone bright spot uh, of the Kentucky game. Mm-hmm. And, I mean, it, it's just crazy. I mean, Hawkins eclipsed 100 yards rushing against Kentucky and Clemson, who are the two toughest defenses that we played. It would have had more, too, if that holding, if that uh, long one didn't get called back. Yeah, that that one hurt. And, you know, that's, that's kind of the play that the Louisville fans kind of took on on mm-hmm. Twitter, saying, you know, if they call that holding on Smoke's run and they don't call the one on the Hawkins run, you know, one was more drastic, one was more mm-hmm. important, yada, yada, yada. It's just tough to draw back anything to, like, the officials when you lose a game by 32 in hindsight. Like, I, I get it if it's a four-point game, and it was at halftime. Mm-hmm. So, not a knock on all my Cards fans there. It's just we, we were never going to win this game. Yeah. You know, and it's a bummer, but I, I don't know. They they just really, really disappointed me, and it, it was hard to do. You know, they got seven wins. Their over-under win total was three and a half. It's an impressive year, and they have a lot of guys that just make you excited to watch mm-hmm. Louisville football every week. That was just a bummer. I mean, we come out in the Muhammad Ali uniforms right. last second. They tweeted on Wednesday saying they're going to wear red bottoms, normal white top. And and then we run that fake punt. And I'm like, is this what we did this week? Is this what we practiced? We practiced this fake punt, and we talked about how we're going to do a last-minute uniform change? We didn't prepare for Kentucky to run the ball every time? We still thought you guys were going to throw, believe it or for not. For whatever reason. Every, every time. You know, uh, Bowden does the thing where he actually he's going to pass for just a second. And our DBs still drop. Our linebackers stay in base the entire game. They don't move up the field. They don't ever try to force any sort of negative play. They just wait. And Bowden doesn't believe in getting tackled. And that was really important in that (laughs) game. Because I don't think we ever made a first contact tackle the entire game. And that's the kind of thing where it's like, it's hard to put on coaches. You know, that's that's like, you got to go out there and do it. There's a couple more things that I think went wrong while they lost. Yeah, go ahead. Bob, you all should get your money back from Bobby. Like he left y'all with literally no talent. Yeah, no like, depth. This for isn't. Sure. Yeah, I mean, there's no. I would not no talent, but no, no depth. I mean, yeah, definitely no depth. Um, then Satterfield. I was on the last podcast. I was talking about how great I thought he was, and then I just was not impressed with him at all this game. I mean, yeah. there would be times we'd have the five offensive linemen, Lynn Bowden, and two wider and two running backs back there. And there would only be six people in the box, not even enough to stop it when Lynn Bowen's running the ball. Yeah. So I, I didn't really understand his concept and the schemes they were trying to run. It just didn't really make a lot of sense. I mean, I, no, I didn't, no, I didn't, didn't like it at all. And then that fake punt was just the worst thing I saw all weekend. The fake punt was uh, like an exemplification of desperation, I thought. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. you know, like it, It's like, you know, it's it's 14-6 to 6 right there. And I get it. Like We don't look like we can stop you all, but that doesn't mean we have to fake the punt. That means you got to figure it out and stop them. They're still going to get the ball 12 to 20 more times whether you fake this punt or not. And Satterfield, just a tough day all around. I, I think he is now a little more familiar with the way this rivalry is going to go. Uh, one of the worst parts of the game, to me, was that last uh, handshake between him and Stoops where he, Satterfield, I mean, I, I saw enough of the L's down during the game <laughs> for, for a Louisville fan. I didn't need to see Satterfield join in on it as well. And it looked like he was telling Stoops, you know, I'm, I'm going to I'm gonna guess what he said. Hey, Coach Stoops, what's, what's L's downs about, man? What, what are we doing here? <laughs> what do you all, what do you all think? He was definitely complaining about too many L's down. 100%. And I think that might have gotten his head a little bit during game. He yeah. might have been thinking about that a little bit too much, and he wasn't really introduced to the rivalry yet, and now I think he knows what it's about. Stoops was on the KSR postgame show talking. They asked him about it. Yeah. And he said, you know, that's not really something I'm going to repeat word for word, but he was tr- he was telling me that – telling him the players' names that were doing it, which, I mean, there's 100 players that were doing it. Everybody was doing um, it. Ashton Hagens was doing it. Yeah. He's not even on the football team. <laughs> and um, Coach Stoops pretty much said, like, I'm, I'm not really worried about that. Like, enjoy your bowl game. Like – 
shake hands and let's get out of here. Like, yeah. Um, I mean, th- th- what, do you, what do you want him to say? I got a couple ideas. So you don't want him to do L's down. It's fine. Me either. Stop him. Yep. Win the game. Don't lose by 32. Lose by 7. You know, there's a lot of different ways. Or, another thing, come up with a way to do UK down. I'm not sure how that looks with your hands. I, I don't have a suggestion. I'm not the coach. But I'm trying to figure out something that helps. Yeah, we don't. I think we don't have a thing specifically for this reason, so nobody can do it to us. Oh, nice. yeah. I'm, yeah. I'm praying, like, pause up or nothing crazy starts so then they can just put it right down on us. Yeah. Uh, you know, another thing that's frustrating, and Kentucky fans are the best at finding stuff on Twitter, we score a touchdown against Miami, a game that we lose by 25, <laughs> and our player goes in the end zone and does use down. You down. Breaks it in half after. <laughs> Tough luck. That you put know, him down 22 at that point. Yes. Like, so I, I just don't understand it. I, I really I really didn't like that. I don't think it's like a huge deal, but it is worth talking about. Mm-hmm. And I just wish that he wouldn't have done that. And I even more so wish that we wouldn't have lost the game by 32. That's probably the biggest thing. Yeah. yeah. Actually, it is the biggest thing. Uh, lost by 32. No, it, it's very important. Way bigger than the else down. But we got to figure something out before next year. we got a full year. So what would you all rate Kentucky's season success 1 to 10? It's tough because our ceiling isn't as high as other people's ceilings. So last year it's like a nine and a half. I mean, the best maybe we could ever do is go to go to an SEC championship game. I don't know if that'll ever happen if we ever go to it. So this year, I mean, it's probably like a seven, I'd say, compared to or considering where we were and where we thought we would end up, and how a lot of people thought this game would be a lot closer. Um, yeah, I'd, I'd give it a seven. It's, solid. it's a solid year for us. I mean, another seven and five year. I mean, yeah. can't ask for more than that as a Cats fan. I and mean. you all dealt with more adversity than hardly anybody yeah. in the NCAA. And to come out in a rivalry game and play that way, yeah, really successful yeah. season to me. I, I think seven's a reasonable number. What do you think, Corey? Yeah, uh, I was going to say, given the situation, I'd probably give it more of like an eight just because, like, mm-hmm. you have a guy that is capable of throwing the football, yes. Can he make an accurate read? Is the throw going to be accurate? Probably not. It's probably verticals or a deep post and praying to God the other team does not catch it. So with that, I think uh, Darren Henshaw and uh, Eddie Grant did about just as best of a job they could getting the wins that they were supposed to win and still competing in some of the games that they probably shouldn't have been in without having a quarterback and literally a defense knowing you're going to run the ball and you still are somewhat successful at running the ball. Really successful. Yeah. I mean, really successful. It is nothing more disrespectful in the world. You're playing Madden with your buddy, and he says, this is what I'm going to run. Try to stop it. And you guys <laughs> literally did that in real football for at least one full game that yeah. I could totally verify. I'll do the same for the cards here. I'm going to go with the six. Won two games last year. Got to a bowl. Bowl game was the goal this year, and they mm-hmm. somehow did that. They played a ton of teams that beat them by 18 or more last year. They beat five of those teams. It's pretty impressive. But I, I will say I had it at about a nine before this game, just, just to be totally honest. Every Louisville and Kentucky fan knows, from a fan perspective, the game just means more than the other games for outside sure. of postseason in yeah. football or basketball. And for us to play like that in our final showing of the year, I think it's worth three. You know, I'm mm-hmm. sorry. It's 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 worth three. Six is still positive, but I really thought we were at about a nine before yeah. this game. I was really, really happy with the way things were going. And now, I, I think another thing, too, is we just talked about the Miami thing. Miami's falling apart. They just lost to Florida International and Duke back-to-back weeks, so maybe they're not very good. I would go out on a limb and say that the ACC is not going to do very well in bowl games outside of Clemson. 
It looks to be a terrible conference. Yeah. A lot of six and six teams, seven yeah. and five teams, just beating up on each other every week. Yeah, I mean, it's kind of like the MAC. Yeah. Like we talked about, the MAC mm-hmm. makes an agreement with each other. We're all going six and six, <laughs> seven and five. We're all going to bowl games. Yep. And they just figure it out along the way. You look at that MAC board every week. Oh man, this team's five and six. So is this team. What are we gonna do? <laughs> That's ACC now. It doesn't feel good. But basketball number one. Just wanted to say that one more time. If this game is played ten times, do you think UK wins all ten? This is an argument I've been having. Yeah, I do because if we're in the if it's sunny, I mean we're not changing our offense any. Yeah, like we're still going to do the same thing. Uh, defense, I mean you all can maybe throw the ball some more, but we've given up seven pass touchdowns all year. Our secondary is pretty been impressive. That's awesome. the second best in the country yeah, behind Clemson. Secondary has been awesome this year. The thing is, Kentucky next year, I mean, same team. Yeah, same like bullies pretty much. I mean, we only lose five players. One it's of them great. is one of them is Cash Daniel. Only two people. Tell on me that defense. Rodriguez guy's not back. Uh, he's, oh, he's gonna back. only he's only gonna be a sophomore. Oh, that's not good. That or guy is he gonna be a junior? Is he a sophomore right now? Yeah, no, he's a freshman. Okay. Be a sophomore. That guy runs like he is so pissed off. Mm-hmm. Yeah, not yeah, well. All the all the running backs are back. We didn't lose any running backs. That's good. Yeah, that's uh, that's great to hear. Well, yeah. Lynn Bowden be gone, so that's good for you. I think, yeah. Uh, is that for sure? Because oh. he's not a senior, right? There's no way. He's well, he was, he was caught on the field afterwards crying yes. and showing emotion, so you would have to assume it's his last game. And I, I don't think he has much left to prove. So Yeah, stock's probably never going to be higher right. for Lynn Bowden. So, Corey, what would you say? 10 out of 10? Uh, no, nah, not a robbery. Robbery, anything can happen. I know watching UK just run down their throats the entire game is really hard to try to justify this, but... Given like a 70 and a sunny day, Louisville being a big play offense, surely two out of ten they can catch Kentucky. I mean, Kentucky still went eight, so it's still not great for Louisville. But with the rivalry and weather, surely they can win two out of ten. Yeah, I'll go uh, nine. You sold okay. me. I had ten down. I'm going to go nine. This is impossible for me to think that Louisville could beat that team after just watching that. But, mm-hmm. you know, maybe maybe you're right. I mean, you never know what's going to happen out there. Yeah, Went the whole season without giving up 30 points. That's pretty, pretty incredible. Yeah, it is. Yeah. It is. Last year, Georgia game was the last one. And you give him a seven. I mean, what do you want? Uh, I mean, that's just. I mean, last year was a nine. I mean, that's. I mean, yeah, I understand. Whatever, dude. All right, so <laughs> let's let's talk a little. Other things happened this weekend, by the way. So Alabama, and Minnesota are officially out. We are down to Ohio State, LSU, Clemson, Georgia, Utah, Oklahoma, and Baylor in terms of having a shot mm-hmm. at this thing. Wide open. Pac-12 might get in this year. Out of nowhere. Yeah. yeah. It looked like they were dead the moment the Auburn game ended. Yeah. You lose the Kansas State and Oklahoma thinks their season's down the drain, and here they are. They got life. Them, yeah. Them and Baylor both. Definitely. So, you think LSU's going to win this weekend. They're favored by seven against Georgia. So, if they win, then you have a situation where it's like either going to be Utah or the Big 12 champion. Mm-hmm. And Utah and Oklahoma's resumes are – it's going to be tough to pick from, mm-hmm. to be honest. So, It'll be interesting to see what they do, but Utah has been ahead of them. If Utah beats Oregon by 20 or something, I don't see how the Big 12 champion can jump them. Yeah, no, I don't see that either. But also, Oregon's probably a tougher game than Baylor, I'd say. I'd agree. Maybe, you know? Yeah, I mean, Baylor, I I don't even remember who they played last week, but they beat them by like 100 points. Like 66 or 3 or something. something I mean, I guess they're clicking, but I mean, Oregon, maybe they don't have a lot to play for, they think. Maybe they come out kind of flat and kind of give – Utah the game, but I don't see that happening. I think Oregon's a tougher out than Baylor is. Yeah, it's a five-and-a-half-point spread. Uh, Oklahoma's favored over Baylor by nine, I believe. Okay. So, correct evaluation. So, Georgia wins, they're in. 
Utah beats Oregon and Georgia loses. They're probably in. But then we have the Oklahoma Baylor's thing. Uh, Baylor's non-conference schedule is like the worst ever, and mm. I think that's really going to come back to haunt them mm-hmm. if they win the Big Twelve championship. Play Texas, San Antonio, Rice, nine conference games. Conference not awesome. Mm. It's not good. But one thing I was looking at Baylor, ten to win a thousand bucks to win the title. I mean, they're still there. And they're still there. I don't. I mean, they were so close to beating Oklahoma last time. It's not impossible to think that they can get in. Yeah, am I doing that, though? It's kind of my question. Am I doing the 10 to win 1,000 on Baylor to take it all home? 10 bucks. Yeah, feel that. You spent way worse 10 bucks on something else. Oh, you have no idea. Yeah. (laughs) I'm trying to think of the worst 10 bucks I spent this weekend. Oh, yeah. Uh, Jacoby Myers, Patriots, first (laughs) touchdown last night. (laughs) Yeah, that's uh, that's definitely worse. Uh, How do you all see it playing out, though? What's your all's prediction for the top four? I think uh, I think Oregon gets Utah, and then that leads out of Oklahoma to route Baylor. And I think we're going to see a big old shootout and game. I guess to be Ohio State versus Oklahoma. If Oklahoma's leading the four, Ohio State remains one. Um, these playoffs does not seem like going to be a lot of defense. Yeah, Ohio State, LSU, Clemson is pretty good defense, but. Oklahoma is not. So three yeah, out of the four teams almost don't know how to play defense. And Clemson hasn't played an offense anything like what they're going to play in the playoff mm-hmm. as well. LSU's defense looked a lot better this past weekend against Texas A&M, but a lot to play for. Really hungry team in that rematch of the seven-overtime game last year. One thing, though, is there any way that LSU gets left out of this bad boy if they if they lose to Georgia? I don't think so. I, they have the best resume, which I still don't understand why they're not number one. Like, like spare me. Like, yeah, I think how, it's like, dominance. How? You know, I, I mean, I'm trying to figure it out too. I mean, I don't, I don't really understand it. Um, but yeah, I, there's no way they can take LSU out for yeah. beating all those teams and ruining their chances to get in. I mean, they took that away from Alabama. Yeah, I mean, like Joe Burrow said on Twitter, "Death Valley is where opponents' dreams come to die, but where mine came true." I mean, is that from like Socrates or some? Shit? That's incredible that he can tear apart a defense and still come up with a tweet like that. I freaking love that guy. Do you yeah. see his jersey, the burrow? Yeah, with yeah. the ending of yeah. the LSU. Go- I mean, hard. oh, it's incredible. What a fun team. You already know the first thing I did after the Louisville game ended, after I came home and wrote my postgame article, change into all LSU gear. <laughs> Swap. Came home. Didn't work. You know, I still got trash talked to me the whole time, but a little better from strangers. Yeah. Less likely to get attacked by a stranger in LSU gear. Let's say uh, you you got anything else on college? Anything? Uh, no, I just think the uh, only chance LSU gets snubbed is if Georgia absolutely thumps them and Utah and Baylor both win. I still don't, I don't know if you'd still be able to put them in there, but you got to respect champions, you know, like yeah, conference champions for sure. So I think I still probably squeeze Georgia in there at three, and they still might sneak Utah or uh, Oklahoma or Baylor, whoever wins, you know, their conference. That just makes me feel so. And Coach O said they asked him. He's like, "We got to win." You know, I'm mm-hmm. I'm not buying into any of that. We got to win. Yeah. It's only seven point line. Georgia's coach was saying this is the biggest game that he's ever coached in, going into this. And they're a really good team. They just beat Georgia Tech fifty two to seven. I don't think that matters. Georgia Tech's terrible, but I don't know. I'm really worried. It, I just yeah. wish this game didn't matter. They have know? some good wins. I mean, they they do beat Auburn, beat Florida. I think Georgia's loss is to South Carolina. You know, Man. and I just don't. And none of the other teams that we're considering have a loss anywhere near that bad. Mm-hmm. They're all at least a bowl eligible teams. Right. And if LSU's loss is to Georgia and they keep them out, that's that's really tough. Yeah. A tough one to swallow. Hopefully that's not the case. Let's move to the NFL. Uh, big week 13. Uh, Ravens continue to run. The Rams are back. And Drew Locke is undefeated. A lot going on this week. What did y'all see from week 13? The Mighty Mighty Dolphins. Yeah, Dolphins. Big win. Fins up. 
Dolphins had, destroying uh, the Eagles' playoff chances. Had uh, some gimmicky plays. Had a one of the coolest fake field goals of all time. Yes, that's the first time that a punter has thrown a touchdown to a kicker since 1964. It that's correct. Nasty. Look it up. It was incredible. Yeah, it drip too hard that. play. Yeah. Uh, Kendrick just chimed in. He said, this is why he never comes home. He's a big Eagles fan. They're 5-7. and seven. Still might make the playoffs. <laughs> Worst division in the history of pro sports. Uh, Corey, what you have for week 13? Uh, I thought it was interesting. There's a lot of uh, cool stuff going on. You know, Bengals, first dub. Bengals. Oh, yeah. Bengals, Bengals are on the board. Nick Wheatley, your pinky is safe, my friend. Good yeah. job. Hell of a year. Everybody's safe now, right? No yeah. tattoos or anything? No winless teams. How boring. And yeah. it's all the Jets' fault. Yeah. yeah. It is. It is. Yeah. God. What are the Jets doing? Wouldn't it have been wild if you – because the original – or after the bet was changed, it was for the Eagles game. Yes. That would have been wild. It would have been so nuts if y'all would have won that way. Yeah. It would have felt like they were trying to do that for you. Yeah, no. Now it feels like they have no idea what they're doing because you guys have three wins. They're just going out there trying as hard as they can. You guys are going to be great looking for that ninth pick. Uh, we're, I think we're still at four because all the other teams won too. You guys I mean, might win <laughs> out. I mean, the Giants won – or the Giants lost. Uh, the Redskins, yeah, Redskins won. The uh, Bengals won. Yeah. Good for I mean, the Bengals, man. I, yeah. it, you can't say enough about them. What a team. They bring Andy Dalton back. They just dominate. <laughs> the Jets don't even score a touchdown. No. Nobody I, beats them 12 straight times. If the Ravens 49ers game is the Super Bowl, I'm here for it. Yeah. Like, I'm I'm so ready for that. I think those are the two best teams right now. I hope uh, weather doesn't come into play. I hope it's a nice, perfect day and we can just throw the rock everywhere around the field and see some more points. I mean, I expect a good defensive game, too, but I'd also like to see a lot more points. Yeah, the Ravens-Niners game, terrible weather. Kind of looked yeah. like the game you went to. And the Niners put 10 people in the box, and they really slowed down the Ravens' offense. And I thought that was really impressive for them to be able to do on the road. Garoppolo looked a little vulnerable mm-hmm. for the first time this season, at least. Yeah, even his touchdown pass wasn't that great. Kind of fluky. This was a great game, though. Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. It's, it's really tough to say these aren't the two best teams in the NFL. Yeah. It'll be in Miami also, so hopefully uh, – not a whole lot of weather. Won't yeah. Be mm-hmm. At least 60-some. Lamar going back to Florida. Oh, he would he's gonna have a party. Yeah. I can't wait to be a part of the party. Uh, let's Are you talk, going to the Super Bowl? Yeah, for sure. So we're going to talk about the playoff race now. Uh, the AFC South, that's kind of the most interesting division right now. Yeah. Uh, that uh, Outside of the NFC East, which really isn't worth talking about, just know that the winner of the NFC East is probably going to be 7-9. and nine, so It's going to be pitiful. But uh, the <laughs> Texans, huge win last night against Patriots. The score does not at all show how close that game really was. And uh, the Titans go into Indy, dominate. Titans are on fire. Jags are dead. Titans are one game back. Colts, too. Uh, did the Texans prove last night that they are the squad to beat in the AFC South? They looked good, but they're also facing a kind of sick Patriots team. They were sick. Literally had to take a second private jet because they had so many sick people. Put all the sick ones on the one, all the healthy ones on the other. So there's definitely a problem there. Um, but Texans are real. Texans are definitely a threat. Um, but... The Texans and Titans play two more times for the season's over. Is that right? Yes. Twice. Yep. Wow. Raiders, Texans, uh, Saints, Texans. Wow. I so, love the Titans' defense, though. Yeah, they love them. Gritty. It's a great win. You see, the Colts jumped out early. You're thinking, mm. what's Tannehill going to do? Uh, the Titans just got a ton of wins, but they were all at home. They went through a crazy home game stretch. I think it was three or four in a row. And they go to Indy, they block a big field goal, and they're just tough. Derrick Henry is a top five running back right oh, yeah. now. Oh, yeah. And it's it's weird to say because at, at times in his career he just looked kind of slow and all he that. Still looks slow. Yeah, but he, he, he's not getting tackled. And if we learned anything from the UVA UK game, it's that not getting tackled is is important. 
Yeah. Oh yeah. It's good. Good thing to do. I like the Texans in the AFC South. I, I took them way earlier. It's it's looking great, but I'm definitely afraid of the Titans. It's nice to see that field kind of shrink, but you just can't sleep on the Colts either. This division every year, it seems like there's four teams going for it. And this year there's three. The Jags mm-hmm. are dead. Foles is done. They're back to Minshew Mania. Uh, nice lock, Corey Bucks. Yeah. Pat took the Jags. Yeah, that was wild. That was a that was a trap written all over it. Yeah, what were you thinking taking the Jags? What did the Jags show you to make you think they were going to win a football game? Uh, just because the NFL is just so weird like that, and it happens all the time. The team loses the week before. The team they're facing won the week before, and the team that lost the week before wins. I mean, there was a reason that the Jags keep losing, though. So Yeah, I think the Jags have now lost three or four in a row. They play the Chargers this week at home. It's a good way to get back. That's I'm not be, betting on them again. That's a hell of, that's a <laughs> hell of a game. Stay away. Chargers minus two and a half. The Chargers either way. Can't wait for that. So the Browns, they've failed us all once again. Most disappointing team in the NFL. Easily. Um, the, the Steelers beat them. Duck Hodges, greater than Baker Mayfield, I guess. Baker looks like he breaks his thumb at halftime. It's 10 to 10. He comes back in. Not sure why. Doesn't do anything when he's back in. So the Steelers, they have the six spot right now in the AFC wildcard, mm-hmm. as, as weird life. as that sounds. But they just don't feel like a playoff team literally at all. So I want to know who you guys like for that six spot right now. So right now in contention, we have the Steelers sitting at six with the same record as the Tennessee Titans, and then the Raiders and Colts both one game behind them. Who's getting it? The six spot? Yeah. I think it's the Titans. I mean, their defense just flies around. I like them, and Tannehill is playing. Yeah, you the love best. Tannehill. I, I mean, I'm really happy for him, man. He kept couldn't stay healthy in Miami, but he's out there wheeling, dealing this year. He's got a lot of big wins so far. He's just I mean, a winner. Yeah, he sure is, he is a winner. He's just a winner. I mean, the his most healthy year he had, and we went to the playoffs. Yeah. So, congrats I, on that. Yeah, yeah. A okay. lot of when that was going on, a lot of people were telling me that like. Mariota was better than him, and then he just goes to take Mariota's job. Yeah, it's a, yeah. I'd say it's a proven thing. I'd yeah, say you won that argument. <laughs> yeah, because yeah, they have both those quarterbacks in yeah. there playing one and winning with one and not playing the other, and we're losing with him. Uh, Corey, who do you like for the sixth spot? Uh, that's going to be tough. Um, I'm going to have to go Steelers just because Titans do have to play Texans twice, and the odds are I – mean, I guess they could both sneak in, but I think – with the Titans having to face Saints and stuff. So the Steelers have the Cardinals, Bills, Jets, and Ravens left. So that's two easy ones, two tough ones. The Bills are 9-3. and three. It's they not could, easy. Um, not easy. They yeah. could win the division. I mean, if they beat the Patriots, they they have to play the Ravens next week. No, it's, it's worth talking but, uh, about for I mean, sure. I mean, they're the, one game back. The Ravens minus 4.5 in Buffalo. That's a heck of a game. Yeah. Awesome 1 o'clock game there. I'm going to go with the Titans, too. I just, I'm just never going to believe in the Steelers until they figure out the quarterback situation. Hodges, by no means, looked very good. He just was good enough. And yeah. they can't get healthy, either. Smith-Schuster being out and Connor being out just makes them way less of a lethal team. Yeah. And it, the Titans just have seemed to found their groove, and the Steelers seem to survive the games that they win every single time. And Titans, I'm always like, oh, man, are the Titans good? What I think every week. Mm-hmm. So the NFC playoff picture looks relatively sewn up. Do you all think it stays the way it is right now, or do you see any changes down the stretch? I don't, I don't, I don't think it will change too much. There might be one, two teams fighting for that uh, sixth spot. But top dogs are still the top dogs, and that's probably who's going to come out with it. It's one of the top three seeds anyway, so six is kind of not irrelevant, but not as important. It's going to rely on if the Vikings can win some football games and the Rams have to pretty much win out. 
to have a chance. Yeah, the Rams are pretty much the only team that can squeak yeah. back in. If the Bears beat the Cowboys this week, they're seven and six. And Who divisions cares? are I mean, divisions are so stupid. Yeah, they're so dumb. I mean, the thought that the Cowboys or the Eagles are going to make the playoffs. I mean, the Cowboys are six and six. The Eagles are five and seven. The Rams are seven and five. There's just no way that the Cowboys pose a bigger threat to actually beat somebody in the playoffs mm-hmm. as the Rams do. It should be the top six teams get in. And For sure. At divisions, I get it. You want to play the teams because of historic rivalries and fan bases going against each other. I understand. I just I think the right team should make the playoffs. Yeah. And this NFC East, they do not deserve a playoff team. And I'm not just saying that because the Rams are going to be the ones left out. Yeah. I feel like this current wave of new fans like our age who are just so into NFL don't really care about those rivalries Definitely not. anymore. Yeah. I mean, they should go, do away with it. There's no reason the Dolphins should have to play the Patriots twice a year. That sucks. I feel that. It sucks so bad. We all hate it, yeah. Yeah. we got to play the Niners and Seahawks twice a year. (laughs) Yeah, Yeah, it's not great. It's really going to be tough for anybody to catch these teams giving the remaining schedules Mm -hmm. and the margin of the games. Seahawks beat the Vikings tonight. Rams are one game back of the Vikings. who might be able to get them. But if the Vikings beat the Seahawks tonight, it's a two-game gap. Both Mm -hmm. those teams become nine and three. I mean, it's just going to be tough to make up for. So, yeah, Rams probably on the outside looking in. But the Rams, worth noting, they are back. Killed the Cardinals. Killed them. 34-7. Made my family Thanksgiving way better. Everybody was just cheering on the Rams. There you go, dude. Yeah, it was really Glad you had a nice Sunday. I really needed that, dude. I (laughs) I really needed it. Uh, Week 14, a little look ahead. So, we have Bears-Cowboys on Thursday night. I I guess that's okay. You know? Mediocre. Yeah, Yeah, I mean. It's all right. It's interesting to see what happens. I mean. Is Trubisky going to win that game? Bear weather. What's the weather going to be like? Yeah. I I don't know. I mean, the Cowboys aren't showing you much. No, so not. yeah, the Cowboys fair by three there on the road. So we have Ravens Bills. That's gonna be awesome. It's oh, one yeah. o'clock. Chiefs Pats on Sunday too. How about that? Patriots minus three and a half at home. Wow. Yeah. That's, uh, that's tough, man. <laughs> it's a tough game. It's, it's a game you wait for all year though. And when you're looking ahead at this, like, oh, this is when the Chiefs Patriots play. Awesome. So. Kind of feels like a, maybe a semi trap game. Yeah. Patriots don't play too well week before. Saints are still red hot versus uh, the Raiders. You kind of want to take Chiefs, so they're kind of a top dog with them. But then again, it is Foxborough, so yeah, I'd, I think they're going to flex this game. Probably it, mm-hmm. it's at four twenty five right now. Going to. We got Rams Seahawks yeah. on Sunday night, and that is a big game. But it, and also, you have to think Patriots just played Sunday night football, right? And you give it to them again? No, I don't think so. Yeah, I, I don't. I know. think they would have flexed it by now too, because they already flexed the game for next week. Uh, okay, well, yeah. all right, Rams Seahawks Sunday night, nothing better. Can't wait. Rams need to win that game. Zerline hits that field goal against Seahawks several weeks ago. The Rams are right in line to make another Super Bowl appearance, and then it's just moves to the right. Really tough. Y'all got anything else in the NFL? Uh, no, not really. Let's see if um, Derek Hark turn around. I mean, they kind of still have a chance, but I mean, they definitely have to win out. Devin. Yeah, They've so been looking so bad the last few weeks, man. Yeah, so what's that? Uh, what's that margin for them? Is that a big seventy-four to twelve the last two weeks they just put up against the Jets and Chiefs? Uh, I think we got up, seventy-four to nine, twelve. Yeah, yeah, yeah forty nine, to nine, three. and thirty-four to three. That's pretty terrible. That team is not making the playoffs. <laughs> not it, trending the right direction at and all. And they lost one game, and Gruden in the post game was like, "I'm on a sinking ship." <laughs> he saw it coming. Yeah, thank God I, he said that so I could take the Chiefs. It is nice when they're honest. Uh, just a little bit of college basketball here, guys. The Cards play Michigan tomorrow. Michigan is number four. Louisville is number one. It's a huge, huge game. game. Michigan is coming off an incredible run. They were unranked going into this week, which I don't understand. They were a six seed last year, returning four starters, not ranked in the preseason poll. 
They go to Atlantis. They beat everyone. They win the tournament. They get wins against Gonzaga, North Carolina. This team is really rolling. They come into the Yum Center. The Cards, they did not play holiday tournament. They played WKU. Haven't really been tested yet. Started with the Miami game. The Miami is not an NCAA tournament team by any means. Michigan has been really tested, but this is a road environment, not a tournament. What do you all think about this one? Michigan's the hottest team in the world right now. Definitely. They just I went mean, from being unranked to ranked fourth, yeah, and they, they should probably be ranked first yeah. when you look at their resume. I mean, looks like Juwan Howard was the right hire. Yeah. I mean, he's cool-looking dude. He's so tall. I mean. Nice 6'11 over there. <laughs> One of the tallest coaches other than Walter McCarty might be a little taller. But. Yeah, David Padgett was up there a couple years ago. Yeah. Um, yeah, I think I think preseason polls are kind of ridiculous, honestly. Yeah. Based stuff off last season, who's coming back, blah, blah, blah. But, like, like situations like this. Like, we're only, you know, a few weeks in or whatever, and Michigan almost deservedly should have number one. But the fact that they weren't in it for the preseason, you know, before the season started, they aren't there now. Yeah. Which they would have been if there's, like, say, no preseason poll at all. After week X, we go ahead and rank the teams. Yeah. I think it's just something for the media to talk about. You know, yeah. it just it gets the college basketball conversation started. I think it's more of a tool for that than anything. But it sucks because it really does kind of affect stuff. You know, mm-hmm. and it ends up mattering. Mm-hmm. And, I mean, in the long run, you know, Michigan wins this game at Louisville. They're going to be number one next week. You oh, know, yeah. It, oh, yeah. I mean, the two teams in front of them are Kansas and Maryland. That would be three top ten wins in two weeks. Yeah, you had to put them there. And yeah. one on the road yeah. at, mm-hmm. at number one. But Louisville's – Looked great. I don't have anything negative to say about them. The only other times they've had number one are in 2009, 2013. And both of those teams do have something in common with this team. They have nine guys that can contribute and do something good for you on the basketball court. And that's what you got to have. You got to have great players who are bought in with great chemistry and depth. And, and Louisville does have that. I'm really excited. I am going to go. I, I just hope that uh, I can get some happiness in my life. I need some morale. Yeah, this is big for all of L1C4 right here. Yeah, L1C4. Yeah, thanks for throwing that in there. <laughs> uh, what's UK have this week, basketball-wise? Uh, they don't play until Saturday against Fairleigh Dickinson. Oh, it's huge. Yeah. But then it's uh, the schedule picks up after that. They yeah. play Georgia Tech, uh, Utah, and Las Vegas. Georgia Ohio Tech State. postseason ban. Yep. They're yep. not a good team. No. Nope. Um, Passner. Uh, Utah and Las Vegas, Ohio State and Las Vegas, yeah. number six team. And then the week at, or game after that is UVL at home. Gotcha. Yeah, it's a it's a big week. You guys are mm-hmm. still coming in, ranked number eight. We play Pittsburgh on Friday, ACC game at home. Oh, another yeah. one. Yeah, it's a big week. Jeez. And Michigan and Pittsburgh this week. Got to win them. Is it pretty much ACC from then on out? No, not really, because Louisville still plays Texas Tech in the Garden. They still have to play Kentucky. There's still some other weird games. I don't know how, why or that how the strange. ACC does Random this. Random one ACC. Yeah, but to be honest, the only thing I cared about going into this weekend was the Louisville-Kentucky football game, so I have a lot to learn. Yeah, It's not basketball season yet, man. No, it I know, is like, now. I know like, it is now. Well, yeah. for some We're people. We're here. Yeah, for some teams. I mean, I know like the regular season's over, but it's still fun to see bowl games. Oh, get, it's going to be know, great. Yeah, we're going to get a big Red Talk Bowl Pick'em pool going. It's going to be awesome. $100 buy-in. No, no. It's going to be like $20 <laughs> buy-in. $20 buy-in so people actually do it. Less people do it, still make the same amount. Same, the same amount as five people do Either it. way, I'm going to win. <laughs> so why does it matter? Yeah, yeah good point. Uh, but yeah, we'll, we'll do some fun stuff for the Bowls. I love the Bowls, but I got to, you know, basketball's on for me tomorrow. It's huge. Louisville hasn't won a game where they were ranked in the top five and the other team was ranked in the top five since 1980. Isn't that crazy? Really? Yeah, so I don't, I didn't do any like real research mm-hmm. on that stat. I read one tweet, but it was from an account that I trust. So I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to roll yep. with it. And in that game, they beat LSU. Oh. Ooh. Yeah. It's different for Kentucky because we play like 
a ranked team to start the season off every year. So yeah, it it's definitely that Champions Classic yeah. will yeah. at least get you a game, whether you yeah. win or lose it. Yeah. It'll, it'll be a game yeah. that happens. Uh, is there anything y'all like to talk to me about? You know, man, uh, I think that's I think that's it. I don't really have anything. This wasn't too bad. No. Yeah, no, no, yeah, nothing. No, we weren't giving it to you too bad. Thanks. No, dude, I am going to come on my guy's radio show and just blast them the whole time. I know. know? I did kind of deserve it, though. This is, you know, i got to take my own medicine, you know? We are re-watching it, so you can just watch it, you know, again. I've I've seen it a few times today. I've just tried to take it in, trying to learn from my mistakes, you know? I will remind you that you told me that Louisville was going to be, was supposed to be a seven-point favorite. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, really sorry about that. (laughs) I was was talking about basketball. (laughs) No way you're all favored by seven. I don't know. I, just, I just don't have a way to justify that. That's the only thing I can think to say we'll, at the we'll time. We'll cut that. We'll cut that. Yeah, it sounds good. <laughs> I would love to cut that. Uh, yeah, not bad. You know, you guys, uh, you won, and you won with some class. I appreciated it. You know, Nick Wheatley, he's rough on Twitter, and he texted me and said some nice stuff after the game. I don't care what you say to the masses. I care what you say to me. You know, that's, yeah. that's the best way to put it. I take the same kind of approach you do. Is I like seeing my friends have a good time. You yes, know, for I don't sure. want to sit here and put them down, put them in a little you know cave or whatever, have them all sad and depressed. I want to have a good time. So I'll like chirp, chirp, and then I'll leave it alone. I yeah. won't like dig it in, just go straight for the heart. You want to just keep going all night, just no. try to make sure I have the worst night I can. No, I would never. <laughs> that's really nice never. of you, man. Yeah, it's it's all. Like, oh, congrats to the sales football. Great season. I uh, lost in the final four. Some awful calls in this final four game i mean just terrible they need to add replay review for high school football now where are they getting all this video footage like why the sales is like number one of just why having... are we getting it after the game <laughs> <laughs> you know like someone just run out there and show the ref like dude look yeah, he look, caught it he's down he's down i promise he's down the game's over but yeah belfry beats him 15 to 14 in double overtime terrible weather zero zero after regulation but Heck of a season from the Colts, as always. Gets a little better every year. Shout out to the guys. Cody Cochran, great run. Louisville soccer season ended yesterday, 5-1 mm, to Georgetown great. in the Sweet 16. But good guy, hell of a career, represented the sales well. And, yeah, that's, that's all I got. Anything else from you guys? All good. All right, well, you guys better hope I don't figure out how to do K's down or cats down anytime soon because I'm going to be trying to figure it out. Tight. Yeah, all right. Wait, <laughs> TTYL. <laughs> you can do it, dude. You all kicked all right. <laughs> Thank you.